everyone. Welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angela Donatio, Bible study author, adventure junkie, and founder of Voice of the Voiceless, empowering women in Africa. Join me here every week for inspiring conversations on discovering miracles in life's messy moments. Here's this week's episode. Well, welcome back. This is your go-to podcast for anyone craving fresh ways to apply God's word to your everyday life. And we have inspiring and riveting conversations each week here. And today is no exception. I am with my special guest, Kathy DeGraw, and I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. If you missed last week, you're going to want to tune in. I was with the Blue Angels Iron Man, Greg Woldridge. He is extraordinary, and he talked about not only his life as a Blue Angel and the leader of the Blue Angels, but also how God miraculously healed him and delivered him and saved him, the greatest miracle of all. Well, Kathy DeGraw is the founder and president of Kathy DeGraw Ministries, a prophetic healing and deliverance ministry, releasing the love and power of God to ignite and activate people. Don't we need this in today's world? She releases prophetic destinies and delivers people from the bondage of the enemy. She is the author of several books, including discerning and destroying the works of Satan. She travels internationally, preaching at conferences and hosting training school. She's also a podcast host on Charisma, and she has a recent released book, Unshackled, and we're going to talk about that today. So Kathy, I am so honored to have you here on the podcast today. Thank you, Angela. It is a privilege and an honor to be on your show. I want to thank you for the time and the love I just hear in your voice and the excitement. Well, thank you so much. And I have the privilege of knowing you through Charisma. You have an amazing podcast that is really just taken off into the stratosphere. And I I love seeing how God is using you. But for anyone who doesn't know you, maybe this is their first time kind of getting to know Kathy DeGraw, tell us a little bit about you, your ministry, where you're from, all those good things. Thank you. Well, first of all, I always tell people I never grew up wanting to be a deliverance minister or knowing about the spiritual realm. And God just kind of put me in what I call prophetic boot camp. And I was encountered with a lot of spiritual warfare as my husband and I were pastoring a church. And that just really led me on a journey for spiritual warfare. But I was honored and and privileged to be able to be a stay at home mom for a while. And I spent two years of my life just seeking Jesus, just prostrate on the floor, uh, just loving on him, getting to know him. And he deposited, imparted, fired me up, uh, just encouraged, comforted, delivered me. I just wanted to know who Jesus was. And I think often when we hear about a prophetic spiritual warfare, you know, minister, deliverance minister, we think they're all about, you know, fighting the devil and conquering warfare. And I'm first and foremost a Jesus lover. I love to worship. I love to pray. I love to teach people how to audibly pray. There's so much power when we speak out and decree and walk um, in dominion, not just exude our authority, but walk in dominion. So that's my heart. Uh, I live in Michigan and I travel internationally doing teaching schools and conferences. I have my own show on Charisma Podcast Network called Prophetic Spiritual Warfare. And I just launched a bunch of e-courses recently 
on Charisma's courses on their media platform to train and equip. So we're just kind of taking the media mountain by storm and just releasing and discipling people as Jesus said. So I'm very excited about what the Lord is doing. I love that so much. And I really want to dive into your book. I want to hear all about it. So can you tell us the whole name, the subtitle, where it came from, what your heart is for it, anything you want to talk about with the book? My new book is called Unshackled, and it's breaking the strongholds of your past to receive complete deliverance. And I really wrote this book, Angela, because I've been delivering people from evil spirits for years now. And the common problem that I heard was there's not a deliverance ministry in my church. People aren't going deep enough in deliverance. There's a lot of people that would either focus on inner healing or focus on deliverance, but they wouldn't do it together. People living out in the country, uh, or maybe they just couldn't physically get to a church. And so I wrote this book so that people could self-deliver, to walk through that process of not only inner healing, but deliverance, prophetically led by the Holy Spirit. So I really wanted to get a tool into people's hands that they would say, I'm not just reading another good book, but I can apply this to my life. I mean, doesn't that sound great? Oh my goodness. It sounds amazing. And what I love, Kathy, what I hear is you are demystifying. I think myth that some people have about when you hear the word spiritual warfare, you hear the word deliverance in my own personal experience. I think some people get maybe fearful of that, or they don't understand it. Or like you said, maybe they don't have access to it. So I love the fact that you are, you are making the tools of deliverance much more accessible. And I'm just curious to ask you, why do you think people shy away maybe even from those words or from the process? What has been your experience about that? I think one thing, when we talk about the word deliverance, we think about the movie Exorcist or the the scariest things. And you know, deliverance can be, you know, it can be a little uncomfortable for people who aren't familiar with it. But I think we also have to simplify that word, Angela, and look at deliverance is closing the doors to our past. Sometimes it's just quickly visiting our past, not reliving our past. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to tell people. We don't have to relive that rape. We don't have to say, was Jesus in that memory? Okay, let's replant and, and put Jesus in that vision. We don't have to go back and say, what did daddy say to you? How did that hurt? We don't have to go through that. What we need to do is kind of like we, we are driving our vehicle. We need to quickly look back, glance back, see what's traffic's there, see what's there, but then we need to keep moving forward. And that's what I encourage people through my book, Unshackled. We actually go through the top 10 strongholds that people can face, like rejection, anger, control, even poverty, addictions. And we have a chapter just purely on how do I forgive, but even how do I forgive myself? And so what we want to do is go back, acknowledge our past, what we're currently struggling with from our past that's affecting our future, and close those doors, get the inner healing that we need, the trauma, the soul wounds. But also, when we look at the red letter words of the Bible, Jesus cast a demon out. And so we want to do inner healing and deliverance together. And I think it's scary 
because it's not taught about in the church. It can be uncomfortable. It can be messy sometimes, but it also can be as simple as just God releasing his love upon you as you're reading or God releasing your love upon you as someone prays. And so I like to tell people deliverance isn't a cookie cutter formula. It's Mm -hmm. not a one size fits all and you do it this way or that way. There's so many different ways to walk through the inner healing and deliverance. And through my podcast, my e-courses and my books, the thing that I teach and the reason I call it prophetic is because we're allowing the Holy Spirit to be in charge. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to walk us through it instead of a formula. And when the Holy Spirit walks you through it, what you have to realize is he's going to reveal what he knows you can handle. And that deliverance session or that ministry time That is going to be what, again, he knows you can handle. And so the Holy Spirit is right there with you through the process. I love that. I love this idea that one size is not fit all. You know, when you think about the way Jesus healed, he didn't heal the same way every time, right? I mean, sometimes he he spit in the dirt. I mean, he did things that that seem strange, you know, and, and yet, you know, there was a unique approach that he took to whether it was guiding Nicodemus through understanding in the middle of the night because Nicodemus was having his world rocked by, by this new rabbi and new teaching or whether it's healing people or stopping a crowd to minister to him with the issue of blood and then raising Jairus's daughter from the dead. I mean, Jesus uniquely ministered to people at their point of need. And if we understand that and embrace the love of God, it kind of takes that fear off of things. You know, I've done a lot of work in Africa, Kathy. I know you and I don't know each other yet well, but um, I've had 19 or 20 trips to Africa. And um, I've seen a lot of what you're referring to maybe in greater intensity is a good word maybe to use in Africa. even had the privilege of of ministering with Reinhard Bonnke before he passed away and Daniel Kalenda in Liberia. And so you see things there that don't fit neatly in a little box. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you're kind of scrolling for chapter verse. I mean, I stood on the platform or sat on the platform while they brought a few people up at the end of one of the evenings um, that were healed. And a little girl in front of us had never seen before. She'd been blind from birth. And I was not even two feet behind her and her mom. And she couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old. In fact, she was ended up being on the cover of one of the magazines and um, Reinhard Bonnke or Daniel, I think, was waving. Evangelist Kalenda was waving a hanky in front of her to make sure that she could see it, and she was grabbing a hold of it. And I saw this kind of gel-like substance just falling out of her eyes down her face. And you know, until you've witnessed the miraculous, you know, there were people being carried away throughout all of the crusade evenings, manifesting demons, and they were, you know, carried into a building behind us. And there was a ministry taking on the the entire time going on behind us while the crusade was happening. So for people who've never experienced these kind of environments, um, I, I can hear what you're saying that it can feel scary, but it can also woo you into a deeper relationship with the Lord because he wants people to live free, right? And that's something exciting to be a part of. It is definitely exciting to be a part of. What I tell people is often the people that are most scared to receive their deliverance or the people that are really a little bit more bound than the average person, you're the very person that God wants to use to set other people free Mm. because 
you know the bondage. You can relate to other people and you can have that passion for what Jesus did for you be instilled in other people. And so a lot of times what happens is it's the enemy just creating that fear in us and just pushing us to not want to do this because he's threatened by the potential that our listeners have. Mm. And, you know, there's just like, I don't know, it, it pumps me up and fires me up when, you know, I see someone that has been infiltrated in their soul by the demonic because I know the freedom that they're going to have and that Jesus purchased that for us so we could receive mm. it. I want to say to the friends right now that are listening, if you don't receive it, you know, we're not receiving a, a great gift that Jesus purchased for us. What do you identify as being a source of resistance when some people just resist embracing that deliverance? Do you think it is fear predominantly? I do think it's fear. And I want to encourage anyone who's in fear right now. I do have a free e-course on Charisma Courses on how to conquer fear that's going to be free forever that I know of at this time. And you know, you could go over to charismacourses.com and get the fear out to help you walk through your deliverance. And so I really think it's, what is it going to look like? I do think sometimes people get scared of this happened to my friend, or I saw this in a movie, or I heard about this, mm -hmm. like in Africa, there's more severe manifestations. But this is what I want to say to anyone right now with those thoughts. Would you rather have five minutes of messy or five more years of bondage. Hmm. That's what we have to look at. It, it might not always be neat and clean. It might be fearful. It might make you feel uncomfortable. But I don't know about you, but I'd rather have five minutes of uncomfortable than having to carry on fear. I was in bondage in my own life to fear for over 40 years, Angela. Hmm. And even while I was a deliverance minister, you know, I still had the enemy attacking me consistently with fear until I really learned to conquer it. And I always tell people now, man, it feels so good to be free. Mm. And so that's what I want, you know, our listeners to hear today is that, you know, I think the more resistant we are, the harder it is to get our breakthrough and I just actually taught recently on how we need to embrace our deliverance. Mm. And I taught that on my podcast this summer of how to embrace your deliverance. When we embrace and we don't resist the deliverance, we don't resist the process, we're going to move through it faster, quicker, easier. It's going to be less tormenting, less traumatizing. Mm. And so we have to embrace you know, allowing the Holy Spirit, Psalm 5110, create me a clean heart, allowing the Holy Spirit, search me, try me, know me. And we have to move from fear to faith. We have mm -hmm. to cross that dividing line where we just stop. We just say no more fear in Jesus name. And I'm going to be a faith giant. And Friends, if you can't do it alone, you need to be like, you know, the paralytic in the Bible. His, he got around some crazy faith friends. <laughs> you know, they peeled the cover off the house and lowered their friend through on a mat. And so don't hang around the naysayers, the one that's going to say it's going to be hard. Hang around the ones that are going to be your cheerleaders and mm. lower you through the roof. Mm, I love that. 
I want to ask you a question about stronghold because you've mentioned it a couple of times. I've heard a definition of stronghold. It's where a lie has cemented to such an extent that it has a stronghold. And even when you do read the Bible, it's just not permeating past that place because, you know, the enemy lies constantly. And a lot of deliverance is, is uprooting those lies that the enemy has cemented and planted to where we've believed them. And we've gone on and live in, you know, lived our life that way to where, those lies have become our truth, even though they're not the truth of the word. So I would love to hear your definition of a stronghold and, and how you approach seeing those strongholds come down. Well, I think you just gave the best definition. It really <laughs> <Not> is. <mine. laughs> um, it really is. We believe a lie and behind 80% of what we're struggling with is a lie. Hmm. Behind that lie is a fear, and behind that fear is an area we're not trusting God. So let me explain this. So if I'm in fear of health ailments, and if I feel a pain in my body, and if I believe a lie of, oh, you have a pain here, it's cancer, or you have a heart palpitation, it's a heart attack. That's the lie that the enemy wants to try and plague our minds with, getting us to always believe the worst. Mm. Behind that lie is an area that we're fearing. I'm not trusting God for my health. I'm not trusting God to keep me safe, to be my protector. And so we have something we're fearing. We're fearing our health. We're fearing sickness, we're fearing disease, and we're not trusting God to be our protector. We could say the same thing with the finances. We could, you know, the enemy speaks to you, oh, you'll never have enough. God's not your provider. Whatever lies you hear, you're not going to be able to pay your bills this month. Behind that's a fear. I'm always going to be in poverty. I'm mm -hmm. never going to have money. I'm never going to get my bills paid. Behind that, is a distrust. I'm not trusting God to be my provider. I'm not trusting God for my needs and my provision. And so really the stronghold is the enemy just attacks our minds. And in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5, it says we have to take every thought captive. And when we read that in a Jewish Bible, it actually means, does that thought submit and obey Christ? And so that, Angela, is how we remove that stronghold in our mind is when it comes in, capturing it every time, even if it's 20 times a day, mm. and then rebuking it and saying, this does not line up to the word of Christ, God. It does not obey Christ. I am dismissing this thought. That's how we remove that. And so we also remove it by conquering our fear. That's why fear is so very important. Fear is behind rejection. Fear is behind mm -hmm. control. Fear is behind pride. And behind all that, the distrust. So we got to learn. We got to grow in our intimate relationship with the greatest team of three we have, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we have to learn to trust them, to communicate with them, that they're going to provide for us. And we got to put our focus on that instead of the fear and the stronghold that the enemy is trying to put on us. But what I also want to tell listeners, because this just came forth prophetically, 
And this is so true. And this is what I've been trying to root out of the world is behind that lie is a mind binding spirit. Mm. It is a spirit that locks your mind down and you try and read the word. You try and rebuke the lie, but you can't. It's just too heavy. It's, you feel like you're almost emotionally, physically, and spiritually paralyzed because there's a luring spirit that draws you into the wrong way of thinking. And then a mind-binding spirit shuts you down so you can't get your deliverance. You can't get your breakthrough. And so unless we cast out that mind-binding spirit, often our minds still stay in bondage. Mm -hmm. And so even audibly, wherever you are right now, you can just say, in the name of Jesus, I cast out a mind-binding spirit. And do that repeatedly. And it'll lessen its stronghold in your life. And you're going to find a lot more clarity, vision, and receiving what God wants you to receive because you won't have the shackles and chains on your mind anymore. Is some of that in the book, Unshackled, that you just shared? The mind-binding spirits is um, actually in my book, Discerning and Destroying the Works of Satan. Okay. But in my book, Unshackled, I actually walk people through the process of deliverance. And so every chapter has its own individual inner healing and deliverance section. So after you learn how does this stronghold come in, maybe what are my triggers? You do some meditative moments with the Holy Spirit. I have a walking out your deliverance section mm. where you can repent, you can renounce, you can forgive others release forgiveness on yourself. And then I do tell you what demonic spirits are attached. And I say in there, pray and ask the Holy Spirit, what spirits you may have that needs to be cast out. And then I have you speak out seven faith declarations, seven warfare declarations, and I give you scriptures to attach to so that you can get the complete deliverance and not be in bondage again. I love that. And you kind of identify 10 areas in unshackled. I keep wanting to say unshakable, but I guess you're unshakable when you're unshackled too. So I like um, that. I like that. My mind is going to unshakable, but um, you kind of identify 10 different areas that you think, would you call those maybe the greatest strongholds that people struggle with? Definitely. We have unworthiness, fear, intimidation, control, and anger, rebellion, even grief and loss. There's a section Mm -hmm. on addictions, even helping people be set free from miscarriages is in there or in abortions. We have poverty and defeat mentality. And so some of those are grouped up um, together, but they were the top 10 areas that people struggle with. And the neat thing about the book and the layout and design is at the beginning of every chapter, we give them seven self-evaluation questions okay. to know, oh, should I pursue this chapter? Um, how, you know, do I need deliverance on this? And I always tell people, read every single chapter mm. because as you read it, something might be like, Oh yeah, that's me. Oh yeah, that's me. Um, And plus it'll help you set other people free. And so it really is a self-assessment or what I tell people is skip to the chapter that you're like, this is definitely me and get the greatest amount of freedom first. 
I love that. So it just came out unshackled, not unshakable, but you will be unshakable when you're unshackled by Kathy DeGraw. I'm going to put your website and everything in my show notes, kathydegrawministries.org. So Kathy, I'm going to have you pray for our listeners in just a moment, but is there anything else you want to share or leave with them or any other specific way they can connect with you? I know you mentioned, just kind of mention those components of, of your resources that you have available. Well, first of all, I just want to encourage everyone and say, press through to your breakthrough because freedom feels good. It feels so good to be free. And yeah, there's some times that we don't always want to visit our past or we don't always want to go through the process, but you have a destiny, you have a calling, you have someone to touch, some mission to accomplish that I can't do and Angela can't do and the other ministers can't do. And we all have a sphere of influence that God wants us to reach. And so I just really want people to be unshackled so you can reach your mission, your calling, what God has for you. And so I encourage you to press through to your breakthrough. And some of the ways that you can do that is I do have a podcast, Prophetic Spiritual Warfare. I release three 10-minute episodes a week teaching you on spiritual warfare and deliverance, leading you through that. I have a YouTube channel full of free videos for you to be empowered on. You can follow me on Facebook at Kathy DeGraw. I have just launched 12 e-courses on charismacourses.com. There are anywhere from Holy Spirit to the prophetic to prayer to spiritual warfare and deliverance. We actually have two free e-courses right now called How to Hear the Voice of God and How to Conquer Fear. And there's strings attached. They are free. So we have a bunch of free resources between, you know, the couple Charisma courses, YouTube. I write for Charisma Magazine weekly. I submit articles to Elijah List and you can find all those connections, the articles, the podcast, everything you want, and my website at kathydegrawministries.org. And make sure to check out the resource and shop page. I've written over nine books now, and they will empower you and lead you through deliverance and how to speak out and declare audibly and a lot of good other stuff. I love that so much, Kathy. And I wrote that down, press through to your breakthrough, freedom feels good. Yeah. Love that. I am believing for some things in my own life right now. So you have greatly encouraged me today, Kathy, as I know you have our listeners. So guys, you heard all the different ways that you can access these resources that she's making available to you. And, you know, we can grow spiritually when we, when we, reach out and, and explore, especially people who have gone further in a particular area than we have that have gained maturity in that area. So in this area, this is something that Kathy has drilled down into, which is spiritual warfare and gaining victory over strongholds, deliverance, walking in the freedom that God intended for you. There are far too many people and you may be one of them. I've wrestled myself. Kathy said she has as well. Far too many people living shackled by fear, and God wants you to live unshackled. So, Kathy, I thank you so much for just depositing into our lives today and just imparting um, truth into our heart, our spirit. And I just, I pray God continues to bless you and just continues to use your voice in such a powerful way. So, thank you for your time with us today, and I would love for you to pray over our listeners. Amen. Thank you. 
So Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you right now. I just speak and I decree to every listener, complete healing and deliverance from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. I bind and I restrict every spirit of fear. I say you will not activate and you will get out in Jesus Christ's name. Every lying spirit, I command you to get out in the name of Jesus. Every place that you felt rejected, I ask the Father to fill it with his love. Every place that you have felt abandoned, I ask Jesus just to come in and let you know that you are accepted, that you are loved, that you are wanted, that you are cherished, that you are valued. I thank you, Father, that these listeners have a plan and a purpose and that they will complete it. I ask that you give them perseverance to press through to their breakthrough, that you show them prophetically what is their calling, that you help them to tap into the spiritual realm and pull down everything that you have for them. I thank you that they are the head and not the tail, that they are above and not beneath, that no weapon formed against them will prosper, no sickness or plague will come near their dwelling. I thank you, Father, that the radiance of your love shines from them, that you will fill their heart with overflowing love so that they will complete their mission and their calling. I bind and restrict every spiritual entity that's been hovering around them in Jesus Christ's name. And I speak and I decree for every demonic blueprint and assignment against their life to be utterly abolished and cast out. I speak and I call forth the mind of Christ, Christ's way of thinking, that they have a spirit of love and power, according to 2 Timothy 1.7, not fear and intimidation. I thank you that their mind is self-controlled, self-disciplined. I thank you that they have a sound mind, Father God. And I thank you. And I praise you in advance that they are going to learn and exude how to take every single thought captive, to dismiss things that do not line up with your word or Christ's way of thinking, that they were going to walk in victorious and success. I thank you that they are over overcomers and that we overcome through Jesus Christ by his blood. I thank you for every good and perfect gift. I erase defeat and poverty, victim mentalities from their mind. I speak and I decree that unworthiness and insecurity is gone. And God, that you will give them such hope that you will let hope arise from within their soul and that it will exude out and they can be hope to others. We pray this, we seal it in, we call it forth in the precious name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua Messiah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Glory. Thank you so much for joining our conversation. I'd love to stay connected. So be sure to visit AngelaDenadio.com for my books, blogs, and free goodies. And find me on Facebook at AngelaDenadioBOV and Instagram at AngelaDenadio. If you've been inspired to make life matter, leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Until next week, let's keep discovering miracles in life's messy moments.